Hi, this is filmmaker and author Michael Morin. Whenever I'm not riding my bike around the Davis campus, I'm listening to 90.3 KDVS College Radio right here. FM. Cool. This is Radio Parallax, a slightly different perspective from a slightly different view, with topics that include matters in science, technology, history, politics, current events, and whatever we damn well please. And now the host of Radio Parallax, Douglas Everett. Welcome to the program. Joining us in our second segment today will be producer and director Robert Greenwald, whose current film, Uncovered, The Whole Truth About the Iraq War, is going to be shown in 3,000 homes across America this Sunday, December 7th. The group Move On and others have made this film available to various people, and uh, various people are going to invite interested parties into their houses to look at this interesting and provocative look at what is currently going on with our war against Iraq. Robert Greenwald has previously produced Unprecedented, a look at the 2000 presidential election, which uh, in parallel fashion to... The Danny Schechter film, Counting on Democracy, pretty much covered the story in a way that the major media in this country uh, did not. We're looking forward to having a few words with Robert Greenwald in the second segment today. Stay tuned for that. That promises to be extremely interesting. And uh, Steve Valentino has been kind enough to ask me to talk about the Forensics Conference at Duquesne University, which um, I attended as your correspondent a couple weeks back. That really was a very interesting event. So I think I will do that uh, tomorrow morning, Friday morning, 8.30, um, on Steve's show, Stop Making Sense. Let's do a bit of lighter fare. The last um, several programs have dealt with some a lot of heavy topics, and we'll do a bit of that today as well. So I think we would do well to engage in a bit of levity in this first segment. And to do that, I think I'm going to go to the emails, which people have sent me. Um, I got a lot of good folks out there sending me some pretty funny stuff, and so I think I need to share it with you, the listening audience. All right, here's one that was sent to me from Washington State. Yes, we actually have at least one listener I know of up in the state of Washington, Jim, who just who is, <laughs> sent us one of my favorites, Dave Barry. He knows we like Dave Barry, and he sent me the Dave Barry column that appeared locally in the Sacramento Bee on the 23rd of, uh, of November. I don't know whether you caught this one. But uh, Dave Barry starts out noting that science has now confirmed men's dirt blindness. Uh, Dave Barry apparently speculated in a 1987 column that men were physically unqualified to do housework, arguing because of a tragic genetic flaw. They cannot see dirt until there is enough of it there to support agriculture. This puts men at a huge disadvantage against women who can detect a single dirt molecule 20 feet away. Well, it turns out that since Dayberry wrote that column in 1987, science has shown that actually it's there's some truth to this. Men do not see the universe. Well, this is no surprise to you ladies out there. Men do not see the universe the same way that women do. And men really, studies have shown, aren't able to recognize things like dirt in their environment as well as women. Is that a sexist remark? I don't think so. I think experience in my lifetime has shown that to be true. But anyway, let's go to Dave Barry's column. Quote, 
A woman can spend two hours cleaning a toothbrush holder and still not be totally satisfied. Whereas, if you ask a man to clean the entire New York City subway system, he'll go down there with a bottle of Windex and a single paper towel, then emerge 25 minutes later, weary, but satisfied with a job well done. Dave Berry points out that uh, the proof of this uh, genetic problem of men is in a new book titled, What Could He Be Thinking? How a Man's Mind Really Works. Barry notes, I've not personally read this book because as a journalist, I'm too busy writing about it. But he goes on to say that in an article by Reuters describing this book, it notes that a man's brain takes in less sensory detail than a woman's, so he doesn't even see or even feel the dust and household mess in the same way. So Barry says, got that? We can't see or feel the mess. We're like, what snow tires in the dining room? Oh, those snow tires in the dining room. This is only one of the differences between men and women's brains. Another difference involves a part of the brain called the cingulate gyrus, which is the sector where emotions are located. The Reuters article, says Barry, does not describe the cingulate gyrus, but presumably in women it is a structure the size of a mature cantaloupe, containing a vast quantity of complex, endlessly recalibrating emotional data involving hundreds, perhaps thousands, of human relationships, whereas in men, it is basically a cashew filled with NFL highlights. All right, we love Dave Barry. I recommend that column, and we would like to point out to Mr. Barry's um, legal representatives that he did give us permission from his own lips to read from his column on this show. All right, here's an item that was sent in by Jill. These apparently uh, Qantas... Airlines is uh, actually the only airlines, I believe, of substantial size in the world to have never had a fatal accident. This email said, never let it be said that ground crews and engineers lack a sense of humor. Here are some actual logged maintenance complaints and problems as submitted by Qantas pilots and the solutions recorded by maintenance engineers. All right, pilot. Left inside main tire almost needs replacement. Engineers. Almost replaced, left inside main tire. <laughs> Pilots, something loose in cockpit. Engineers, something tightened in cockpit. <laughs> Pilots, dead bugs on windshield. Engineers, live bugs on back order. <laughs> Pilots, evidence of leak on right main landing gear. Ground crews and engineers, evidence removed. Pilots, DME volume unbelievably loud. Ground crew and engineers, DME volume set to more believable level. Pilots, suspected crack in windshield. Ground crew and engineer, suspect you are right. And my favorite, pilots, number three engine missing. Engineers, engine found on right wing after brief search. All right, here's some emails sent to us by Tony. What does it mean when the flag at the post office is flying at half-mast? They're hiring. What is the difference between... This is an old one from, from medical school days. An oldie but a goodie. What is the difference between a Harley Davidson and a Hoover vacuum? Answer, the position of the dirt bag. 
Here's one for you men. What's the difference between a girlfriend and a wife? Answer, about 45 pounds. For the ladies, what's the difference between a boyfriend and a husband? Answer, about 45 minutes. <laughs> and my personal favorite, another oldie but a goodie. What's the, you probably have heard this one, but if you haven't, what's the difference between a porcupine and a Porsche? Answer, a porcupine has the pricks on the outside. Uh, first aid tips from The Onion. This is off their calendar. If the Heimlich maneuver is ineffective on a choking victim, grab his or her neck and squeeze downward to force the food into the stomach. If this fails, grab the victim's ankles and swing him or her around in a circle to force the food up. Oh, God. This is a joke. Okay, everybody? This is a joke. Lastly, among the first aid tips from The Onion, make sure your first aid kit contains a large, frilly Victorian fan to revive fainting victims. And uh, The Onion also had some time ago a list of verbs appearing on resumes, verbs you probably would not like to see on your own resume, uh, verbs like embezzled, <laughs> verbs like impregnated, verbs like narrowly averted, verbs like harpooned. Uh, actually, that wasn't all that hilarious of a bit by the, uh, the Onion. Those are sort of mildly amusing, but this calls to mind a book by Pamela Stevenson. It's about 15 years old called How to Be a Complete Bitch. Pamela Stevenson is, of course, uh, a comedian uh, married to comic Billy Conley, a pretty funny lady in her own right. Inside her book, uh, How to Be a Complete Bitch, she had a list of good words to use when writing references on a similar theme to The Onion. And uh, I really like some of these. Keep these in mind. Good words to use when writing references. Militant. Clinically insane. Industrial spy. Chronic absenteeism. Incapable. Good word to use in writing references. Lazy. Police record. One of my favorites. Ringleader. <laughs> Another good one is work shy, along with alcoholic, violent, pedophile, to blame, is good to put in when writing references, late, incompetent, registered addict, and maybe the best of all, forcibly removed. <laughs> All right, uh, that's enough. Uh, that's enough pure comedy here for this show. There's so many good science topics that are worthy of discussion. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, fortunately, here on a part of our public affairs broadcasting, we have a program devoted exclusively to science. This week in science, every Tuesday morning, where Ted and Greg and Kirsten uh, talk about um, what there is to talk about in the broad field of science. They had an excellent interview with someone from the Mars Society last uh, last Tuesday. That was uh, very enjoyable, but I think we'll put off the science uh, topics till our third segment today. Now, uh, you know, we, we've been using some email that we were sent. We would like to do a correction of some email that I was sent some months ago. I wasn't the only one fooled by this. Uh, apparently, The Week magazine and others were as well. 
We repeated some information on this program about some frivolous or ridiculous lawsuits. And here to clear the air on some misinformation we inadvertently passed to you is our email correspondent, Lisa. We gave her a call to straighten this out. Lisa, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Well, I want to thank you in the past for your many uh, helpful emails you've contributed to this program. Well, you're welcome. But we do have to, I guess, apologize to our listening audience for the fact that we, among with many other people, were taken in by many of these fabricated urban legend stories of outrageous uh, judgments in the court of law. Yes, I'm actually wearing a hair shirt right now. <laughs> my friends will tell you, my many friends and acquaintances, I'm very careful about forwarding on things. I always check before I forward anything on one of the many urban legends sites. In fact, I've been known to blast other people, nicely, of course, but to blast them for not checking first. As have I. (laughs) Somehow this one got by me. Yeah, the Stella Awards, actually, it turns out there are Stella Awards. Based on Stella, the woman who was burned by the hot coffee in McDonald's. Right, and the idea is that the awards go to lawsuits that were... Outrageous judgments, shall we say, where someone makes a lot of money for a reason that most normal sane people would think they shouldn't. And in this case, um, the email that I got and forwarded on was uh, full of these uh, very entertaining and outrageous judgments, like sort of like Stella and the coffee. I think, Lisa, I think we should go through a few of these very briefly. Okay. Just to to tell people, you've heard these, and and like the Week magazine, many other folks were taken in as well. Right. But, uh, okay, the story. Kathleen Robertson of Austin, Texas, awarded $780,000 by a jury after breaking her ankle, tripping over her own toddler. Fabricated. Terrence Dixon of Bristol, Pennsylvania. Robbing a house, got locked into the garage, survived on dog food and Pepsi, won an award from the person's homeowner's insurance, fabricated. Yep. All of them uh, on the email that I sent you are apparently fabricated. And in fact, if you go to the uh, Stella Awards website, uh, you will see that they actually list the ones that are fabricated. Yes. Yeah. Well, can you send me that? Uh, we'll put it on our website. You'll send me some links so people that are interested can go in there and clear the, clear the air on some yeah. of this. Yeah, do you ever get anything to you, whether it's... Um, oftentimes, they're, they're, they're uh, announcements of terrible, dangerous things that are happening in the world with a caveat to forward it to everybody right. you know. Right, Probably about 99.9% of the time, they are bogus. Yeah. And the way to prove that is to go to one of the many Urban Legends websites, which I will be happy to send you, and you can post on your website. One of the things you sent me did have some items called This Is True that apparently have been researched, and I think those are worth sharing with our audience as well. Apparently, a man really did sue his doctor because he survived his cancer longer than the doctor predicted. Oh, too bad. <laughs> Apparently, only 68 of 200 Anglican priests polled in one certain poll could name all 10 commandments, but half said they believed in space aliens. I like that one. Uh-huh. And the best of the bunch, two robbers were in the process of their crime when one changed his mind and arrested the other. <laughs> you better make sure you know who your friends are. <laughs> Well, Lisa, thanks. Uh, I hope we clear the air for some of the folks here. Send us those, and we'll put them on our website. Well, you're very welcome. Bye-bye. All right. I'm glad we got that uh, squared away. You know, we're not like a lot of other shows out there, like Rush Limbaugh, perhaps, or, uh, you know, uh, 
clear channel broadcasting uh, where we just spew out meaningless, uh, you know, we, we just talk off the top of our heads without doing any fact-checking. We like to give you the real story here. So, uh, yeah, by the way, and if you catch us saying something that you disagree with, send us an email to info at radioparallax.com, and we'll do what we can to straighten matters out. We need to take a break. We are out of time for this segment. And in the second segment, again, we will be joined by Robert Greenwald to talk about his provocative and interesting film, Uncovered, The Whole Truth About the Iraq War. I'm Douglas Everett. You're listening to Radio Parallax, and this is KDVS 90.3 FM, Davis, Sacramento.